My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jessie. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And today it's my birthday, birthday. Actually, no. Well, okay, technically, the day this comes out, the next, tomorrow is my birthday. The day this comes out. But, as is our tradition, uh, everyone on the podcast for their birthday gets to pick an episode topic for the month that they're born in. And I just happen to be born in the greatest month of the year. And I'm always just picking absolute banger topics, I know. Uh, but this year, I decided to keep the vibes going all month and get to talk about some of my, just one of my little favorite little Nugu groups that um, has really been doing the most out there, haven't they? They really have, they really at least have. for their size. Yeah, for their popularity, yeah. their reach. Um, and that is only one of my 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 favorite little fellas who refused to wink wink nudge nudge to fan service and just said, nah, we'll just we'll just we'll give just it to you. Okay? <laughs> We're just gonna give it to you. Don't worry about it. There's no be. there's no like subtle nothing. Here you go. Done. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna talk about only one of. And I'm going to tell y'all about only one of, and then we're just going to talk about only one of. And it's going to be a fun, fun episode, I promise. I Because they're a fun group, so I have, anyway. All right, let me just get into it. Did it, wait, before I start, anyone have any comments before we get into this? Any thoughts? Any only one of pre-thoughts? So, so my pre-thought is I... I kind of they've been on my radar for a good three years. Mm-hmm. Like their their uh, music video for the song Sage, mm-hmm. I clocked that a long time ago because uh, it was very like very graphics heavy. Mm-hmm. So so they've they've been on my radar for quite a while, but they kind mm-hmm. of would go on and off depending on how busy I was with other stuff. But I'm not near as like in depth as Natalia is. But it's like I, I've known they've been. Their music videos are just absolutely amazing for mm-hmm. being a smaller group. Very like, small. Their mm-hmm. production quality has always has, has been there even three years ago when I first noticed them. Like mm-hmm. it was it was it's been fascinating to watch them. That was all. And mm-hmm. when did you start getting more into them, Natalia? Or is that uh, a part of okay. your Well, it's stick? sort of like a part of the shtick and the way I got okay. into them is not the way you would think. Um but it is, if you okay. know me, it is the way you would think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that'll, that'll come up. Any, any other okay. thoughts into it? No? All right. Okay. So, Only One Of is a six-member group. They were originally a seven-member group. But one of the members left uh, for personal reasons. We don't know why. We don't need to speculate. It doesn't matter. We're all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're under 8D Creative, and they're the only idol group at 8D Creative under the RSVP label at 8D Creative. Now, I just want to take a little side note, because I just was looking into 8D Creative, and it's a weird company. And not in, like, sketchy ways, but it was originally, like, a food services company. Oh. That was known for, <laughs> yeah, that, it was run, created by a woman who, uh operates basically cafes, bakeries, and a pizza chain called Mick Jones Pizza. Okay. <laughs> um, and the, the name AD is based on the emoticon, like the happy smiling emoticon. Oh. 
yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so it's because she wanted to create like a funky workplace that like symbolized her funky life as a divorced woman with kids. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, right, and, it, right. and it was it was later acquired by a pharmaceutical company who kept her on. So funky. Yeah, who kept her, <laughs> who kept her on as like the president and CEO, and then she diversified into music and entertainment. <laughs> She's like, and, yeah, we'll just do this. <laughs> and so they have like two entertainment divisions: RSVP, which has literally just only one of. And a singer, Kang Hee-won, who used to be part of iZone. And then they have, like, an actor's division called WIP. That has, like, a like seven or eight actors in it. So it's like, okay. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting. Okay. Um, right. So the group was the brainchild of Jaden Jong. If people who are, like, really into K-pop might recognize that name because... Uh, they're the person who created Luna. <laughs> so originally, he they were all of them were at Blockberry Creative and were supposed to debut as like the brother group to Luna under the name Eight Times Eight Times Eight, which is funny because there was only seven of them originally. <laughs> but listen, it's, it's fine. It's their love of memory. And it was like they were supposed to debut so much that like they had some of the members appearing in Luna music videos as like the lead up to like them debuting but then mm-hmm. Jaden Jong was like big middle finger to Blockberry Creative and was like I'm out of here and then took them all with him oh my gosh <laughs> I mean it's great that he did that good for them so he took them all on to AD Creative to RSVP, and then was just like, "Guess what's still happening, guys? Like, I know I was like really teasing you with this, but we have a new name, and we're debuting <laughs> this year." So that was in 2019, and they debuted in May, uh, May 28th of 2019. So they debuted. This is where it gets like this guy. He he had big plans for this group. Okay. So they debuted with a concept that was like two concepts in one, okay? There was like the group concept and then their image concept. So the image concept that he wanted to go with, he termed uber sexual, which is not what you think it means. So stay with me because it turned into exactly what you think it means. Um, so he originally, it was like envisioned as sort of like, like a gentle yet strong sexy masculinity that would like appeal to women (laughs) sold yeah like clearly okay moving on it's all good uh and then their first album was meant to like their album concepts were meant under like an to be expansive so the first concept of their debut album which is called dot point jump refers to a carl sagan quote about when you're the universe viewing the earth, it is just a little blue dot. Blue dot. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so basically they wanted to say that their beginning is a small insignificant dot in the terms of their lives that could grow in significance and meaning. And then 
the group was then supposed to be seen as having like an infinite ability to expand. So like with each like release, the group could then like leap forward into like more dimensions of themselves and then express like a multifaceted nature of humanity. But he wanted that to express both negative and positive qualities. So like he wanted them to be human rather than idols, if that makes sense. So, like, I'm actually, like, down with that as a concept. So, I'll go through the members now, because I got some real good news about this group. They debuted full-ass adults. That's, like, the one thing that I was surprised on when I was looking at things. I was like, wait a minute, what is that age? They're like, wait a minute. So, the leader's name, the stage name is KB. And his real name is Shin Kyobin. He's the oldest member. And he's a whole ass adult who had already done his military service before even becoming <laughs> a trainee. Because he was born in 1992. That's right. The man is in his 30s. Leading <laughs> <laughs> a Nugu K-pop group. Never before, give up on your dreams, never, friends. Never give up on your dreams. So before becoming an idol, he was going to be a police officer. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but okay. then... Blackberry Creative was like, you got real comedian vibes. Do you want to come, like, train to be a comedian? And he was like, yeah, sure. And then I think they realized very quickly, no, no. And uh, did went into music instead upon beginning his <laughs> entertainment career. Um, next, you've got Ree, whose real name is Lee Sung Ho. He was born in 1996. Uh, and has a passion this is where like I I put down little tidbits of things that I found personally hilarious that relate to me as a person as well Um, he has a passion for fishing videos and Digimon adventure games (laughs) Uh, and wanted to become an idol after seeing the J-pop group highlight, not the K-pop group highlight, the J-pop group highlight. And he also does a lot of the choreography for the group. Uh, next, we got Yu Jung, whose real name is Lee Tae-yob. He was born in 97 and was training in dance for eight years before debuting. And he used to be a backup dancer for Wonder Girls in the music video for Like This. And oh, wow. is in love with Taemin, apparently. Just loves mm-hmm. yeah. Listen. Who does? Who is it? <laughs> now, <clears throat> this this, n- this next character will explain how Natalia got into only one of. Uh, next, we have Junji, whose real name is Kim Jenhyung. Uh, he was born in 1998, and I personally found only one of because of Junji. And you're asking yourself, was it because of like the, his, you know, the sexy things he put? Absolutely not. It was because his haircut. I was about to say, it's was the haircut. So ludicrous the first time i saw they listen they had his hair cut down to his chin that man spent years not being able to see no what it was longer than i I know that man could not see and i was and it was so long too like i was here for it and and he's like the dancer side of the group yes just like yes what Um, he's got when i tell you this man has the biggest introvert energy you've ever seen it's the haircut worked it's 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 incredible um he openly says he doesn't like being around people he's openly like absolutely not 
and just loves cats. That's yeah. It. That's it. Yep. He wants to do nothing Maybe he's with my people favorite member. and like cats. <laughs> Uh, next, we've got Mill, whose real name is Lee Young Soo. He was born in 1999, uh, and like me, has terrible handwriting. But unlike me, he says that his best talent is being cute. Uh, <laughs> you're cute. <laughs> he's definitely cuter than me. Um, so he's the main. He's the main rapper of the group. Uh, and finally, we've got Nine, whose real name is Jungwook Jin. Uh, He's the matinee, and he was born in late 1999. I think we may know where the name came from. Uh, <laughs> he is another of the infamous uh, cucumber haters that are in the K-pop community. There are a lot of like There's cucumber a lot of, haters in K-pop. There's a lot of cucumber haters. He also does a lot of the pr- like producing and writing for the group. And I love plays- how that's secondary to being a cucumber Listen, hater. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make, trying to make these people relatable, you know? Uh, and then he also plays the guitar and he, he and he beatboxes. And then they, the former member <laughs> stage name... <laughs> like, make him relatable. Very relatable. He plays cucumber. Yeah, I mean, it's cucumber. Like, listen, we all have something we don't like. Uh, and then the former member was Love. Uh, his stage name was Love. His real name was Park Ji Sung. Uh, he was born in 1994, and then he left in 2021 due to personal reasons, and that's that's his own business. We don't know. All right. <clears throat> now we get into, like, what they got up to since their debut with their Carl Sagan-themed <laughs> album. So right after debuting, they participated in a dating-themed reality show. This is, this is where the group starts to go off the rails for me. Um... <laughs> That was called Only One of Unlocking Love, which was on Mnet, first first yeah. issue right there, um, which was ostensibly supposed to help them realize how to be good boyfriends, where where the members were had to go on like fake dates and take like dating classes and on being good boyfriends. Um, I'd like to just ask to specify: fake dates with each other or fake dates. With women, with, okay. with actresses. I just want, they I went, just want to be exact yeah, with so this they went, like, they, All yeah, the so they went from the company, right? Well, no, there was one actress. Um, oh my god, what was her name? She, uh, she was. She's in a lot of stuff. Like you would recognize her face. Oh, it's um, the girl from um My ID. Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's yeah. The, like friend? Um, yeah. um, yes. So it was her, and she was a delight. And it turns out that her and Yu Jung, one of the members, had gone to high school together so Aww. like when he walks up for their like fake date they're just they just start laughing and they're like it's been like we've known each other for seven years um but anyway then they also had to go on like a fake group date with the 2019 miss korea oh my gosh and wow. like this and that half of them went on a group date with her and the other half went on a group date with this comedian and like I feel like they were more excited to meet this comedian than you were and so um it was should have known then some aspects Um, it was just saying it was eight episodes long but you and like it starts out with them being like okay like with their like the vice president of like the entertainment division being like all right guys we're gonna let you date you're not we're gonna let you date if you do a good job on this show we won't have any dating fans um unfortunately oh my gosh uh, unfortunately they suck at the dating dance so hell. <laughs> no, no, like, like, okay 
led up to that. While watching it, you can clearly see why they only had eight episodes and it wasn't like continued for multiple seasons. Because like, rather than portraying like these guys, like their concept was like sexy men that women love, right? Like that was like the concept they were trying to put out. Um, It just solidified how with the exception of Yu Jung and Sword of Nine, all of them had no game. <laughs> I, I, I'm while watching it. I'm. I don't think KB has ever talked to a woman in his life. <laughs> like it was wild. This 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 show is like you don't even have to watch it because it's so awkward. Like it's like it's sort of the right level of cringe though because you're just watching these guys just embarrass themselves in front of women for eight long episodes oh my gosh (laughs) like just stunning stunning just failures from beginning to end mostly i'm gonna be honest mostly kb and jinji just just losing it like just being so and i gotta say jinji really tried but all women found him cringe and too dad humored Oh. And then, and you he, fell in love with that immediately. Yeah, yeah. Because like it was so like at one point there's this like these two episodes where they are answering like this woman is sort of like being like a like a video game host and is like asking them questions about like dating and stuff and they all have to like write down their answers. But behind them are six women in mass. So two are in their teens, two are in their twenties and two are in their thirties. And the six women are live commenting on who they think is doing the best job at coming up with answers for like these questions. (laughs) When I tell you some of the most ludicrous shit you've ever seen and I don't, and it's like, there's not the sense that they're trying to be funny about it. Like, yeah, they like seem it's, sincere. It's not like they're playing their, to the audience no, and trying to screen like, time and all that. No, they seem sincere. Like, at one point, I was telling Jesse about this earlier. Um, the question is, like, if you're going on a first date with a woman, a first date with a woman, what gift would you bring to show your sincerity that your sincerity on this first date and so like you know we had your classics right we had oh i'd bring some flowers oh the one that won i think it was rie who said oh i'd bring like some macarons so we could share together Hmm. you know like and then you have like yu jung who everyone who like the teens loved who was like oh i would bring like a nice scented candle like ladies love scented candles and you're like yeah ladies do love scented candles you're right and then you got the other end the oldest member a 30-year-old man, <laughs> KB, who you hope has maybe gone on a date, Perhaps. who says, I bring some socks and toothbrushes because they're practical gifts that everyone can use. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel on like that says date. something different about what you're expecting yeah. from my, my date. My brother <laughs> What are you doing? Um, <laughs> I will say that Junji was voted as uh, most improved fake boyfriend. So <laughs> he, he got he got better he as time. Bro. They had like the last episode was like the two the two voted the worst boyfriends, and the one voted the best got to go on one final 
fake date <laughs> with a woman, but then the other ones were like in their ear and giving them like advice. But oh half my of them, gosh. but half of them were giving them good advice, and half of them were getting the bad advice. And a member of Celeb Five was commenting on this. Like it was a whole thing. Um, in that what 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 are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Anyway, um. It really you know, that, that would be a good shirt. Mnet, what are you, what doing? Are you doing? That would oh, yeah. be a good shirt. So, like, I, feel, I feel like this concept, this show, like the show, like you can tell, like there was this weird sort of like, we're going to teach you to be better boyfriends so that you can be better at like fan interactions and stuff, which is fucking weird, you yeah, know? Right? But like, all it did was just go, wow, these guys are fucking losers. <laughs> like, <laughs> yikes. So I it, it <laughs> drove home the fact that any fan interactions that will be in the future with like fan signs, don't be looking for that yeah, type don't, of don't vibe. Like, mm, well, not from like mainly from you, Jung. He seemed like a solid like, but not in like a like romantic sort of way. He just seems like a nice guy being nice like to personable. people. Yeah, just a nice guy who cares <laughs> who's like cares about how other people are feeling. You know, ay ay ay. Anyway, that was the the inception. That was their first like welcome to the entertainment world. God. Was this Mnet show? Um, I bet they had nightmares after that. All all involved. Like just, even all like the like creative team was like, oh gosh, we can't do we that again. Can't go, like, one way. We can't do that bad, again. But not that way. <laughs> yeah. So they decided to like. Just pretend that never happened with their, with their for like the they were just like no no we're not doing that again like so in 2020 they released their second single album which is called Art Pop 2.1 which was a concept album about the relationship between Picasso and Dora Maar um, and it has two songs telling the story from the two different perspectives and they also launched a contest for fans to rewrite the lyrics. Of door of the mar of mar into English for a cash prize, so that's fun. Um, the conceptual avant-garde album did make like Billboard magazine do a little write-up about them, but no one else really noticed. Like they were really sliding under the radar for for their first couple years. Um, that same year, they also made the Produced by series. Uh, where three different producers, Gray, Boycold, and Chacha Malone, uh, produced the song on an EP. So it released in May with Gray's produced song Angel as a title track. And then that same year, they also put out Produced by Two with Groovy Room, Samuel So, and Jared Groove producing with a Game of Thrones themed song called Song of Ice and Fire as a title track. Now, I have debates as to whether this is actually a Game of Thrones themed song. I feel like they just liked A Song of Ice and Fire as the title because when you look at the lyrics, they're not, I mean, it's not about Game of Thrones, but like they say it is. the original lyrics were and they were like, um, hey, yeah, you're gonna get sued. Yeah, hey, so. <laughs> hey, we're conceptual, but we're not this conceptual. Uh, however, in 2021, they really came into the public eye with their album Instinct Part 1 and the song Libido or Libido, where they really solidified what was going to be their most popular concept going forward being gay. <laughs> <laughs> so the choreo was deemed 
horrifically sexually suggestive by the conservatives that clutched them pearls at the thought of sexual dancing between men. Uh, and the group clapped back by saying they always wanted to explore taboo subjects that are rarely explicitly explored by other groups. So essentially the reply was, well, that's like your opinion, man. They really and, should have like just like directed them to that dating show and be like, yeah, you don't have like, to worry. Listen, don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> uh, well, no, listen, that was only how they interact with women. Like, their interactions with men could be that's very true. different. We don't know. <laughs> Uh, but not surprisingly, uh, sexy male-on-male dancing and suggestive lyrics really appealed to people. The girlies, <laughs> the girlies really liked that. They uh, And they had their best sales ever. Uh, the music video for Libido was chosen as the best Korean music video by Rolling Stone India, specifically for its representation of the gay community and boundary-breaking visuals, air quotes. Um, in 20... 20- 21, uh, Re, KB, and Love also sang the OST for the web drama The Sweet Blood. If you don't know what The Sweet Blood is, that was the the show that introduced us the characters of Kissable Lips, so it had a gay vampire in it. <laughs> well, technically a bisexual vampire. Um, yeah, and then they followed up with their third produced series, but with the members producing the songs themselves. Nice. Uh, so in August, uh, Love left the group. And a month later, they released a single that was written entirely by Nine, called Mono. And then they did a Christmas album. Because of course they did. Of course they fucking did a Christmas album. Yeah, of course. What else are you going to do? So 2022 starts a real big year for only one of. Uh, But honestly, all that during, like, the pandemic. Like, good for them. That was all during the pandemic. yeah. 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 They were just like, listen, we can't get lady backup dancers in here. We won't be gay. We're gonna, we're gonna be our own sexy backup dancers. <laughs> we'll make it work. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so 2022 was another banner year as they did their first Japanese album on January 12th and then very quickly followed that up with Instinct Part 2 on January 14th. Literally a two-day separation between these comebacks, which is crazy. Wild. Uh, yeah. And with their title track, Skins, uh, which continued their gay love themes, but they called it the individuality and being true to yourself theme. But listen, we see what you're putting <laughs> down, okay? Uh, they also held their first Japanese concert on May, May 2nd of 2022 with a respectfully sized audience of 3,000. They're nice. still a small group, but 3,000 ain't bad. 3,000 out of not yeah, not in their home country? Yeah, that ain't bad. Yeah, that's um, fine. This might be despite of, or perhaps because of, all the gay stuff. Just putting that out there. We don't know. We don't know. We're not going to say. And then in 2022, this is what I love the most from them. Uh, They also started their underground idol project, which consisted of a monthly solo song for each of the members in a connected universe of music videos that are really good, y'all. So good. Really good. Uh, they continued with the second Japanese concert, doing three concerts in Japan during the release of these monthly music wow. videos. Um, uh, they finished the Underground Idol project in January of this year with uh, Nine's song, which was the last one. And they were also announced that they've all been cast in an upcoming BL called Bump Up Business about gay K-pop idols, but that has no release date yet. 
We're waiting. We'll see it eventually. Uh, and then in March of this year, they also released uh, the EP Soul Collection, which featured the title song Soul Drift. And then they went on a very successful American tour mm-hmm. uh, with like a bunch of stops selling out the first day of ticket sales, which like they're not a they're not a big group. So that's actually like really impressive. Yeah. Uh, in terms of a contribution to their own music as a small group, they are given quite a bit of autonomy because their production company is very small, right? So, you know, you got to do it yourself a lot of the times. Um, so KB and Nine do most of the song production contributions and Reed does the choreography contributions. So that's really cool. Uh, and then during the, <laughs> during the lockdowns, they also got into TikTok in a big way. Like, I think they were one of the earliest K-pop groups to really embrace the TikTok lifestyle, um, making many of just absolute comedy gold TikToks of just them in their dorms doing ridiculous shit. So so I saw a clip of one of the TikToks, and it was like, I think it was Junji, and it mm-hmm. was this, like, he made a K-drama about his hair combs. Yeah. And, like, oh, which... Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end it was the freeze frame and the you are my girl so like it was so f- and with the ad yeah. at the bottom like yeah, i just yeah. lost it like they're clearly very funny but like not oh, yeah. in person you know like <laughs> very funny amongst each amongst themselves you know what for comedians same yeah. i <laughs> understand and you know what yeah Relatable. i can't be perceived uh, no perception no, please. exactly so uh, while they're still pretty, like, relatively small in terms of the K-pop world, I really think that their commitment to, like, their queer themes have really set them apart from, like, other uh-huh. groups. And rather than the usual, like, wink-wink, nudge-nudge situation that K-pop groups will do to, like, they're like, yeah, they're openly showcasing a community that is known to actively consume K-pop content. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. the queer community loves K-pop. And so, like, why shouldn't a K-pop group cater directly to them, right? Yeah. And so that's uh, that's it's basically them. They're still, you know, they don't got a lot of content, but they got some good stuff. I think my favorite content are these series of two live streams that Junji did, where he silently does crafts for a good hour and doesn't reply to any comments. He doesn't say anything. One of them, he's just making a leather wallet for like 49 minutes and he'll occasionally look at the camera and like be like and then just continue and the other one is he's doing pottery and there's just a cat asleep next to him on the table and it's over an hour and it's called like Junji's silent pottery time and it's just like him doing pottery dead silent no music nothing it's Chef's kiss. It's like really chef's getting into like you know the like the study time blind. Yeah, that's like the feel yeah. of it. Um, so yeah, that's that's only one of. All right, so I found them because of the hair, um, <laughs> and Sky found them because she really liked their well, music just, video. The I was just yeah, I was just I was watching just a lot of music videos and stuff at the time, so I just ran across them whenever they released that one. I desire to ask Natalia how mm. she felt about like KB's mullet. Was it wasn't it uh-huh. KB's mullet? <laughs> Once upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna know how I felt about KB's mullet? 
feral is how I felt about it. <laughs> like, listen, there's like, sometimes there's like these little baby mullets, but he said, no, no, no. I'm going full 80s mullet. Yes. I'm going to curl it. Like, it's going to be. There's going to be gorgeous. body to the mullet. Like, it's going to be nice. real short up top, real long in back. And then they cut it off for the last comeback. And I was so sad. But he had it, he had it for the whole underground idol thing. And it looked hella good. Him in that mullet with that suit? Hell yes. No complaints. And then they came out with like... But you know what? I can't really complain. Because then they came out with Cromarks. And it was the thoughtiest music video I've ever seen that has no sexual content in it. Yeah. Suit and crop tops. There you go. And it's like, it's not like, oh, like one member will have... No, they're all. They're all cropping them tops. So the stylist took a scissor to everyone's shirts. No one... No one was, no safe. was safe. No, no shirts were safe. safe. <laughs> and, it, and like the production, like the production photos of like, you know, like the, the post photos for their last comeback, they're all wearing the same outfit, which is like suit pants, a tie, and then like a suit jacket. But the front is just like glittery chain mail. And they're just, <laughs> nip, and they're just nip-nops to the wind. But the rest of it's like a regular shirt. I'm just like, okay, they're stylist knows what's up you know what i mean like, is like all right these are all adult men they do sexy dancing together okay the ladies love it it's all good it's all good you know um, i just really like them can, can i also pull out the soapbox that i know exists here about yes. Queer baby. I know that you want to hop on that soapbox pretty bad. Okay. So. Okay. Let me begin. <laughs> All right. I can go into great detail and I will. And I will. All right. <laughs> so we all know that there's current problem, like the pendulum swings. I talk about this with my husband all the time, but people just virtue signaling nonsense all the time. And it used to be like conservatives would be virtual signaling nonsense, but now it's like swung the other way where everyone is just like trying to apply just morality to everything that it just doesn't need to be applied to. And the newest thing that I have discovered, uh, well, not have discovered, been inflicted upon me by teenagers on the internet is like, Get queer content discourse where everything is queer baiting. You have a straight actor playing a gay man, that's queer baiting. No, it's not. Do you, you have this group doing a queer concept, it's queer baiting. Now, I'm going to tell you what queer baiting is, friends. Queer baiting is a marketing technique in which uh, something like a movie, TV show, whatever it is, a book, will hint at in its marketing that there is gay content to entice the queer audience into buying it, buying tickets to see it, buying whatever, okay? And then either has no queer content or just like pathetic queer content. Good example, when the live action Beauty and the Beast came out, they were like, it has a gay couple. There's a gay couple in Beauty and the Beast, y'all. When I tell you the gay couple was, what was, like, Gaston's minion? You know what I'm talking uh, about. LaFru? 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 Has a, like, oh four-frame sequence of him dancing with a man in the last scene. 
like a quarter of a second mm -hmm. he like spins through the corner of the scene and that was their gay content that's quote unquote yeah quote unquote <laughs> gay content that's queer baiting okay they're no that whatever when only one of does a six music video long series about gay romance that's not queer baiting that's queer delivering okay no. <laughs> they said you're gonna get gay music videos and then you got gay music videos how can that be how could it doesn't like doesn't matter if they're straight gay bi pan whatever Okay. Well, they also the don't have to was come good. out to you so yeah. you feel okay that they're mm -hmm. participating like, I, what, in the queer media. What did I see? Like, be, listen, I'm big into the BL fandom, as we, I think, anyone listening to this podcast knows. <laughs> and the amount of times that I've seen, like, oh, they shouldn't hire straight actors to play gay characters. How do you propose they do this? Okay, I mean, like, like, what? what's your how solid- How do you propose that you actually knowing for sure? Yeah, right. that's positive. Like, are you gonna say, okay, before I'll let you be in this PG thirteen rated BL, I'm gonna need to see you have sex with a man to prove that you're qualified right. to play a game? No, that's ludicrous statement. Stop it. No, I Stop think there it. is something to be said for, in particular, in the Thai BL world, that for a good chunk of time they would actively not hire mm -hmm. guys who presented as gay or who were out to perform yeah. in BL mm -hmm. because they were like, no, you're not masculine enough. Luckily Which that has changed. a whole other thing, right? Yeah. That has but, luckily changed and they're just, they realized, oh wait, that's stupid. But like, like I understand like you don't want a trans character played by a cisgendered actor. That actually, I'm that makes sense to me. You know, because there's plenty of trans actors who can play. But how are you going to make sure that someone? It's stupid. It's, well, it's like the whole the whole thing where people will get angry about, um, like say by people who are in a like a, a cis marriage or relationship Tell me to Pride, about and they're like, it. you can't uh -huh. come to Pride because uh -huh. you're you're you know, you're heterosexual, and they're like, I'm bi. Well, no, but you're, like, no, come on. Stop it. Like, stop, stop it. Get some, stop it. Get some help. Get some help. I, I, I was gonna say, like, an, an analogous thing, like, it's not within K-pop, but within mm -hmm. Western, like, book stuff, mm -hmm. the whole own voices, authors, like, and how people make that kind of a trap for some people, as far as, and so, own voices can be great, lovely is if that's what someone wants to do and that's great so totally supporting that but when someone like writes a book with a trans lead character and then all of a sudden the question then you know they start getting harassed of is this an own voices work if they didn't already claim that it's an own voices yeah. work don't out people don't mm -hmm. force people to identify us you know like yeah. but it's like again what you're gonna do to like let let yeah. people identify as they wish. Let people present content. Let people give content as they wish. If you don't wish to consume it, don't, don't. do it. If you if you aren't comfy, don't. But otherwise, if you wish to consume the content, and the author or the creator of the content, be it music, whatever, accept mm -hmm. however they're presenting themselves to you. Yeah, and yes. and especially if they're presenting themselves as a character, if they're acting in a music video as a character, just take what you get 
Like that's that's what you're given. That's, we don't, that's all they're giving you. We don't need to be queer detectives here. All right, it's, it's not a necessary. We're thing we're to not do. we're not the queer police. Yeah, we're not like, into that. Like that's not a like, thing. You don't need. We, the world doesn't need this with all the shit that's happening in the world. We don't need this discourse because it's stupid. Especially it's stupid. amongst within queer book spaces, music spaces, yeah. entertainment spaces, anything. This does not need to be the divisive thing that hurts queer people. Like that yeah. is not okay. Like don't yeah. do yeah. that. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just it's such a waste of time. And it's just I just, I just get so tired because like and the fact that then the queer bane thing comes up and it's kind of essentially like that becomes this like witch hunty thing. It's like yeah. that's not that's no. We're it's not like, going to no, no, no. do that. You should put this energy towards, like, companies that are doing bad things. Yeah, and, and like, transphobes. Also... Put this energy towards J.K. Rowling. She needs the heat, okay? <laughs> Only one of us like... needs the heat, alright? These people are going to be put in a situation that they're going to be safe. Like, no matter where you are in the world, yeah. it's still not safe to be gay. Mm -hmm. So, like, you're forcing people to, like, out in a place where they might, like, be put not in be positions safe. that are, like, not safe to them. Mm -hmm. Whether it's, like, mentally they get, like, attacked, or, like, physically they get mm -hmm. attacked. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, why why yeah. do you need this so desperately for it to be, like, given to you? It's just weird. you, the random person. And even on the flip side, like, as a consumer of music books entertainment content whatever the whole policing of if you are this gender if you are that yeah. you cannot consume this that or the mm -hmm. don't do that don't do don't it don't do, do it. it it's fucking weird <laughs> it's fucking weird okay like I mean, I, if you, someone is being crappy, a jerk, and fetishy, that is a different, different thing. But do not be saying things like queer baiting and fetishizing when that is not what's occurring just yeah. because someone is consuming and having an opinion on whatever content. That is not mm -hmm. what's occurring there. Like, it, and you can't really have it both ways because I know, like, listen, these same people will, and I'm not going to call anyone out personally, but I've seen it personally. I've seen it with my own two eyes on the internet. The same people who will be like, oh, it's queer baiting, oh, it's fetishizing to fucking watch a BL TV show, are the same people who will be like, there's not enough queer representation, like, the world hates queer people. I'm like, no, what do you want then? What do you yeah. want? No. What do you want from us? Exactly. <sighs> anyway, only one of has really <laughs> fun queer representation in their theme. Um, well, and and what's also, I mean, so to back that up, they are they're very supportive of the queer community. Mm -hmm. When they mm -hmm. were when they were stateside doing mm -hmm. their concert tour, you know, the way they interacted with queer fans was lovely. They were super supportive and helped like a lesbian couple get engaged. Yeah. It's, it's this is not something they're messing around with, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They are very supportive of their queer fans. That's what you need to know. That's yeah. all you need to know. It's not what a game like, to them. You don't, you don't need to know, like, what they specifically are, because that doesn't matter. No. Because that's between them and themselves. 
it's also because you know they're a, a music group so like yeah. you know if you really we should only just here for the music, music? Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> entertainment? Like, at, at the end of the That's day crazy. it's like they're they're a music group not a policy making politicians so like right <laughs> um maybe take your energy towards somewhere it actually belongs because they're just making some fun romantic content for the he she's and days okay yeah. like you know they're just trying to be girly pop is that such a crime you know not at all not at, no listen if it well, was i wouldn't be so into it you know so as far as if it was actually like a shtick quote unquote like if it was if it was a problem thing they wouldn't be supportive of queer fans they wouldn't be like but they mm-hmm. are it's yeah. this isn't this isn't a bait and switch situation it's a mm-hmm. we are creating content for peep for like a group of people that we care enough about to support that, that's that's what you're gonna get yeah and it's not just i mean it's not just crotch grab moves and things either like the the individual the underground series mm-hmm. like they do a lot of maybe not actual kissing, but a lot of stage kissing and things like it's well, very it's, clear. These two people are having sex, you know, like it's not, it's not like just pretend longing glances kind of yeah, stuff. And, and speaking of the underground idol stuff, it's three different love stories that are told in a connected universe. And basically they were like, these are for love stories for people who can't be loud about their love because of the world that we live in. And you're like, that's the energy that you've been wanting, you know? Exactly. Um, and they're very, and, they're very good. And that's, and that's great that they're going to be like in a BL and yeah. about queer K-pop. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. When it eventually gets a release date or happens. Listen, it's it's been announced, but like. When was it announced? It was announced like in this year, like the beginning okay. of this year. So like. We're probably just who knows? gathering finances or yeah, something. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um so all right. Does anyone have some faves? I feel like it was a lot easier to perhaps pick a fave uh than it was for previous episodes where they had hundreds and hundreds of songs. <laughs> they don't have hundreds and hundreds of songs. They're they're real low budget, okay? And you know what? You know how I know they're low budget? Because in their underground idol music videos, they clearly had what was either managers or security guards playing roles in the music video (laughs) which is so funny like playing the role of teenage bullies oh classic and you're just like that is a 40 year old man (laughs) i think in the one i was like i thought it was the teacher it was supposed to be the teacher and then when you got closer he was wearing like a a, school uniform stereotypical me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you can guess what that's going to entail but 
suit dance. Yeah, oh, it was good. It was like, what? Red and black. What? suit dance music video uh go watch it because yeah because yeah. reasons because reasons <laughs> listen they didn't say their concept was uber sexual for nothing <laughs> but I, I did i did want to say about like so the whole like people being scandalized about some of the choreography <laughs> in some of these music videos i find that just really hilarious because i'm like watch one of their videos and then watch a sun me music video for instance yeah Right. Say mm-hmm. say vibes. Like mm-hmm. ar- argue with me about it. Like Oh no, I see it's more scandalous because it's gay. <laughs> it's men touching a man. Even butt, even though there's a, a there's butt. one there's one Sun Me one that's very bi vibes. Just that you know what, putting right. that one out so, there. Right. Right. But those you can like She's translate it into like suggestive like lyrics as well. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I well, mean hello and I mean right now. I mean <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's not, listen, it's not the same. I don't know what you're talking sure. about. Listen, if you're sure. talking, listen, they're assuming sure. the people, the people not mad about ATs, that the person bouncing on their dick is a woman. So that's different. Okay? <laughs> it's, just aware, about, it's just about goats and chili peppers, guys. Yeah, Come guys, on. Guys, Tana's getting, they're slowing it down it. and making it bouncy. Like they're talking about, you know, using a walk. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. There's nothing sexual. Chill oh, out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the reality oh. is, we know that there is a certain subsect of like K-pop fans that are going to be mad, no matter, no matter what, what people are yeah. doing, right? Because we just had the whole like angry truck sent because they were dancing too close to the lady backup dancers. And you're like, yeah. okay, you know what? I gotta give all K-pop you're never gonna catch us dancing too close to lady backup dancers because our company cannot afford it. Yeah. And we would be, and we would also be really awkward about it. Yeah, and also we we're very weird, with the exception of one member of ours. We're very weird around women. Not in like a, not in like a like bad, bad weird. way, but just like a oh, you got no. You're woman. You got no. You got no riz. Uh, I had to look up Riz like a couple months ago to figure out what the crap that was. (laughs) I was jokingly telling, okay, listen, don't feel too bad, Sky, about that. Because literally just today, I was laughing because I was rewatching the cursed variety show just to like, so I could remember some good salient points to bring up tonight. (laughs) And then Matthew, my husband, was like, why are you laughing? And I was like, man... All this show has shown is that this 30-year-old man on the show got no riz. And then he was just very long pause. And then he goes, now, I don't want to sound like a boomer or anything, but riz, does that mean the same thing as, like, no game? And I'm like, yes, honey. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You got it. You figured you got it. But, uh, oh. I just think there's such a little delight. So, did so Jesse have any yeah. faves? Oh, I really, really like Mirage, which is mm. one of the B-sides off of the, like, latest album. It's so good. Like, I, I really, I really dig it. I love the vocals, just, just They're, in general. Really yeah. nice like, vocals. Good vocals. Such good vocals. I really like it when they go more into the, like, R&B vibe and, you know, are chilling kind of with their, you know, 
I, yeah, I like that. I do it's, too. It's good for them. I, I really like their solo favorite. stuff too. I think that like yes. whole solo line is it's really it's, good. It's really They're good. So good. Yeah. yeah. Every time, like I was listening through all of it, you know, and it, and I'd be like, oh, I really like this one, and then I'd look, yeah, it's one of the singles. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 the solo stuff. So I do like um, Seamless Mind is one of mm-hmm. my preferred of the group songs. Yeah, my faves are definitely um, KB and Yujung's solos from the Underground Idol, Idol one. So Begin and Be Free. So they're like the first two that came out that have like the if you're if you're only familiar with the music videos, it's the one where it's the little the little diner worker and the teacher falling in love. No. And, so cute. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> so like making the little the little folded thing. It's the longing glances, <laughs> the beautiful lighting. Oh, it's listen, and the music is also top notch. But like those, yeah. those are mm-hmm. two perfectly filmed, perfectly framed, like sides of a whole of a it, music video. Is it is it a coincidence that you know the whole mullet thing is featured? Very heavily, but no, actually, no, I don't, no, because, like, I can divorce my love of mullets. <laughs> I'm just love, saying, the mullet was featured. Music, but the mullet was heavily featured. Um, he looked good. He was just shirtless and, shirtless in a mullet. What do you want from life? What, what, what do you want, all right? Simple things. Uh, just, oh, I also really like Time Leap, if we're going, like, hmm. music videos. Like, like not necessarily the music video, but the, the song, like, a promoted song i really like that that's and one you know, of their earlier ones it is yeah and i i gotta give libido credit where credit is due from yeah. a filming standpoint gorgeous that music video is so artistic mm-hmm. and really conveys everything that it was trying to convey about like exploring a part of yourself you don't want to admit exists yeah you know what i mean like you know mm-hmm. Like, plus, and then also just you know, bondage style sexy dancing, just mixed in with some like real art house, art house polyamory gay filming. Like, also, so I I also want to I want to bring up so you know I brought up Sunmi. I'm gonna Mm. also just bring up. Has anyone been aware of Vix? Like, go watch some Vix and then come back to me. Listen, the difference is, and I'll say it again. Vix involved a woman holding the leash, okay? Like, so, I don't know. They were like, it's fine. They can be as nasty as they want as long as it isn't gay. Like, get it together. Oh, what about the Get Yenna, it together. Um, what is that oh. one? What is that music video? The... Oh, I can't remember. There's, What's what the name of it? Any. Any of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, any of them. Hip and lip? No, the 365. So fresh. Oh, oh triple, X? triple X. Triple H. Triple H. Triple H. Sorry. Come on. No, I'm talking yeah, about the, I mean... the Yana one that's the, uh, one of her solos. Uh, the, hold on. Is it Roll Deep? Is it Roll Deep? Roll, it's probably oh. Roll Deep. It's probably. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is Roll Deep. She got it because on chains. Because she has the, the chains the on the girls. On chains. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, listen, it's different when it's women objectifying women. <laughs> <laughs> no. Somehow, I don't know. Uh, 
It's stupid. Listen, the yeah, discourse is stupid. It never to be. That's it. Uh, it never yeah. ceases to be dumb to me. Every time I see this bad takes, I go, oh. But Wait, I, I, I do, I do wish, I do wish to bring up the Triple H thing because it is like, mm-hmm. again, watch those and come back and let's talk. Like, yeah, yeah. Like they had a threesome after murdering <laughs> a guy, <laughs> robbing a bank, and like I mean, people were less less scandalized <laughs> than doing a little crotch grab as part of the choreo. Like, let's calm down, everyone here. Like, <laughs> Like, I know people were still scandalized by, like, what did they do in that hotel room? Like, they did what you thought they did in the hotel room. Yeah. All right? Yeah. All right? Just like, just like in, in their music videos. Just like in only one of, they did what you thought they did in that pool. They did. They did. Okay? They did. All right? But if you actually want to really laugh, you got to watch them reacting to that pool scene. Because they want the two of them to be really kissing so bad. Like, the rest of the group, they're like, come on, come on, come on. Yes, yes, yeah. And then when it cuts, right, as like, when they're like, you know, they're like, no! Oh, we thought we were going to get a go. Like, the, the group themselves is having fun with it. Like, so don't, don't be haters. Yeah. They don't need to be hating. They're just having a good time for, for, for our people, you know? They're caring. Well, again- if, if you're aware enough about, like, again, how they treat their fans who are queer, mm-hmm. like, how they treat the subject matter, how that's not, you know, they don't, they don't giggle and make it weird. They're being, yeah. like, they're being supportive yeah. and, like, genuine about the, like, queer, like, characters and stuff. Like, they're not making yeah. it into a tee-hee, hee-hee. Yeah. Like, it, that's, um, they're also adult dudes doing, like, they're being yeah. aware like- of what they're up to. Like, they're all in their mid-twenties and above. We can all calm down with, like, right. you know, just moralizing. Unlike other groups that, like, you know, like, if you have, like, a 17-year-old, they probably can't speak up and go, hey, I don't I don't like this. The man's 30, okay? If he was uncomfortable, he'd be like, yo, I'm not, I don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> I can still go be a cop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need to be, I don't need to be doing this. Like, well, it's been great, guys. <laughs> it's been, it's been, be a it's been good. I'm gonna, like, we're, yeah. I'm, I'm done with the gay. I'm leaving it. No, he's like, I'm here for the gay. Is the gay beginning? <laughs> so, is this where I line like, up for the gay? Is this where I set Yeah, is this the line? Is this the line leading to the rainbow? Are we, are we in the right place? Um, also, uh, they're, they're, they, this, they're, when they're solo albums, when you line them all up together, the colors do form a rainbow. So, okay. yeah, so it is cute. Okay. <laughs> it is cute. Anyway, do we have even, any- even if what I would love them to do, I'm just saying, so they've already gotten this far. I'm like. If they pulled out, like, a music video that was murder gays, like, as far as, like, yes. crime, well, be gay, do crime type well, stuff. Like, listen, Soul Drift, kind of. Kind they were, of. like, Fast and Furious gays. Yeah. They were, they were fast, you know, 
they were car gays. <laughs> Which, you know, if you're if you're involved, if you look at Ty BL at all, very popular theme these days. Underground know? racing. Underground racing gays. Very hot. Another one was just very Joe hot right now. Like very hot right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we could we could do. You know, I think we're due for another three six five. So fresh vibe. You know. Just saying. We're putting mm-hmm. it out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do we have any final thoughts on my little fellas? Only one of. So you didn't say who your bias is. Like you didn't go into. Like you didn't say it's exactly. It's Junji. I love his. Okay, it's like. Okay, I have. It's sort of a half and half. Okay, I love Junji. I love his hate everyone vibes. I love his doesn't want to be involved. I loved his awkward dad jokes that he tells within the presence of a woman. I love his cringe, okay? I love everything. However, I have, like, a bit of a soft spot for absolute losers. Um, I'm sort of like the creator of Sailor Moon, if you're familiar with the creator of Sailor Moon. She has openly said, like, I love men who just are just so lame. Which doesn't say anything about my husband, because my husband is actually not lame at all he's a really good dude i mean if he's ever if he's listening to me say this he's a good dude but i have a bit of a soft spot soft spot in my heart for absolute losers and because of that um kb really speaks to me as just (laughs) just one of life's just wrong at every turn sort of you know just mistakes were made all the time you know um it literally said like on on his like little write-up like one of his things it says his role in the group is killing laughter (laughs) i love it i love it like mm. i think one of the uh one of the getting to know only one of videos that i watched the way they put it was he went into the military because he wanted to be a cop so he got that over with first and got the training and then he was going to be a cop and then he thought no i want to be a comedian so he mm-hmm. went, and what they suggested in the way they wrote it was that he went and tried out for the company to get into their actor track and, like, just wound up in the idol, like, hired in the idol track. It was like, okay, I guess I'm doing this now. And I like, <laughs> kind of believe it. Like, yeah. he has that vibe of, like, I just won't say anything. He's, he fails upwards. Like, he continuously <laughs> fails upwards, and I love that for him, you know? Like... <laughs> Everything, it always seems like just an accident that he is where he is right now. Like, he was just going to be a cop. <laughs> He's also a middle child, which I think says all you need to know, you know? Just, uh, yeah. So, does anyone else, does anyone have some favorite, favorite people in their quest to learn about only one of? They're all really funny. All like, really as far as their, their interactions are really sweet. Mm-hmm. They are. They're they're fun to watch as a group. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was like angry for them watching the one uh, like variety they went on a vacation thing and it like it starts with like the company boss or manager or whatever going, They're gonna be really busy over the next few months, so I want them to take a vacation. But we're gonna film it all, and we're gonna make them do stupid challenges. I was like, "This is not a vacation. You're making them jump and rope in acupuncture shoes. Like, this is not good." Like, was, and that's, like, that's, that's the K-pop version of a vacation, you know? Right? Yeah. Like, they're like, "Ooh, we get to take a vacation," and we're like, 
Do we? Yeah, you know. <laughs> but, but they were good about it, and they seemed to have fun. So <laughs> those acupuncture shoes always look like they hurt real bad. <sighs> right? They do. I mean, <laughs> they do hurt really bad. <laughs> oh, you've you've done that before? Yeah, Ooh. I was curious. You know, was was it worth it? No, was it worth it? No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Incredibly, I like. I don't like stuff involving my feet anyway, so it was just like mm, <laughs> not a not a fan, not a fan. So, any final thoughts on on only one of? Well, final- so. So what would you, like, recommend somebody starting with? Or, like, so we've kind of introduced people Ooh. to all this, but where, like, do you want them to start with that, uh, you know, the, those, you know, kind of the I would, I would start with the Underground Idol series, because I think that really showcases all their individual mm-hmm. talents and really makes it easy to fall for the group as a whole um, through their individual, like, you know, because I find a lot of times, like, when you're going in a group that has, like, so many people in it, um... Like, everyone's individual flavors can get lost a little in terms of, like, to come up with, like, a whole. So, I I do like that they did this, that they let everyone have a solo. Mm-hmm. And it really shows, like, everyone... And each of the songs are completely different styles that showcase yeah. completely different abilities. Mm-hmm. So, it is it is really great. Um, and then, of course, you gotta go for the classics. The, the, what brought them to the public eye to begin with. You gotta go with Libido. Like, that's... <laughs> Uh-huh. That's the one. That's, that's you know, it's, I mean, yeah. it's, you know, uh-huh. she's that bitch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's, she's a solid. <laughs> it's a solid, 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 solid. Um, you know what I also like suggest? Sorry, um, no, it's uh, getting onto TikTok and just searching them, and then mm-hmm. just like finding all their like concert videos that people yep. took from, like, especially for the North American tour. Like, you'll get a sense of who they are as people because they're yeah. so, like, open and personable and stuff, too. And so, and their interactions with the fans mm-hmm. because, like, they're still, like, smaller venues. Like, so smaller enough that, like, a lot of their, like, concert is filled up with them talking to the audience as opposed to, like, having, like, a full set or whatever. Yeah. But, like, that's a really great spot, to, especially because you will have instant English subs as well, too. Yeah. And then you can also go to their official TikTok and just see the absolute nonsense yeah. they got up to during quarantine to just, like, really get, really get the flavor. But luckily for, like, people who are just getting into, like, just maybe just hearing about only one of now, which I feel like probably if you listen to this podcast, you've definitely heard of them before. We've <laughs> definitely mentioned them. Um, not, there's, it's not as an extensive a discography and, like, not a super extensive yeah. amount of stuff to watch so it's like actually really easy to get into because it doesn't seem so daunting because they're from such a small you know situation that they just you know they don't have the they don't have like a jyp sm backing to them you know what i mean so which is also works in their favor because they can do things that aren't like you know commercially safe you know because Mm -hmm. they and lovely lovely music like really yeah for for because so, sometimes when you have a smaller company as far as music production and stuff sometimes you know it's it's just yeah. a little you can sometimes tell well, as far as production side but like it's really it's it's really good stuff those produ- producer series like they mm-hmm. worked with you know boy cold and gray and yeah samuel so like that those are not no name people in the business mm-hmm. like those are those are big names so 
that's pretty cool. And like, even if you look at, you know, like some of their music videos that do have, that are, you can tell like they don't have a lot of money behind them. They still look incredible. Like Mm -hmm. the music video for Chrome Arts, very simple music video. It's essentially a dance performance video in a warehouse with like flashing lights that change colors occasionally. There's like, that's it. That's, that's the whole thing. But it's so well done that you're just like, I don't, I'm not mad about it. Like, I don't need right. it to be this complicated. Sometimes it can just be a bunch of men in crop tops dancing in bisexual lighting, and that's all you need, you know? Simple. Mm-hmm. They'll occasionally switch to, like, a non-crop top, but then they very quickly switch back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's a good time. Um, but I think that they're really, after their American tour, they're really starting to, like, become more known even if it's just sort of with an international audience because i feel like reception internationally for a group like only one of would be better than domestically in a lot of ways and um that's just because of the current political climate shall we say in south korea with the sort of rise of conservative nonsense um that a group that's just like being gay is great. It would be a more more of a struggle yeah. as that type of thing comes into power for sure. Yeah. yeah. So you know the fact that they're still sticking with it, that they're just like, yeah, yeah we're we're gonna keep going with this one, um, really says that like they actually do care about this concept and this community that has embraced them. So um, yeah, I just really love only one of. They have great music. They have fun music videos, and they got good vibes. And no riz. Zero riz. With women. With women, specifically. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, this has been uh, our last last episode of Pride Month. But we've had such a good, good time this month. We've had such a good time this month. I've had, well, anyway, I've had such a good time. I can't speak. (laughs) We had, had fun. fun. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, listen, I don't want to speak for the rest of the yeah. ladies. Had a gay had a old time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and we hope that you had a good time listening to us this month too. We'll be back next month with, you know, I'm going to be real. Uh, Pride Month continues all year round. <laughs> so, like, I don't even know why we're, we're playing this game. Like, round. we're going to suddenly not right. talk about gay stuff anymore. Uh, so, anyway, you should keep listening to us for all that queer entertainment content you so crave um anyway uh where the podcast can be found uh including youtube we have all of our every single episode up there on the old youtubes and youtube just added that podcast feature and i jumped on that and i was like i so we're also on youtube podcasts i it's not really a thing in canada yet but i you know Maybe it is. I mean, I haven't checked in the last week or so. so. Believe in your dreams. Believe in your dreams. Um, and but of course, and, to... and Monday, Monday night. So like, this will be released on yeah. Monday. Monday night, we'll have our we'll have our coming up. coming up in July oh live stream because we do live streams pretty near every week on the old. I mean, we're having YouTube a live stream soon. Yeah, wait, live streams our, our, all the time. Our funnest one. Yeah, our, well, we will have just had our funnest live stream. So go check it out. out. So you should you go can check still go out watch it. 
I don't yeah. listen. We haven't we haven't done the stream yet, so I don't know what the what the content will be because it's our but it will for be drama fun. Stream. But it will be fun because roll for drama is always fun. If you're curious about what that is, it's where we roll the dice and come up with a fake K drama. Um, <laughs> and the dice rolls determine the plot points and the actors and everything. It's super stupid and super fun, and a good time had by all. Uh, so anyway, hope that you, if you haven't worked there, you can go check it out, because it's, it's a good time. Uh, if you want to see, like, links to stuff we talk about and everything, you can go to our website, superfiedunas.com. It's our home on the web. And if you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash superfiednunas uh, to join the Certified Fan Family. They're a fan family on the web. We love them. They're just absolute A+, plus, no notes, you know? Uh, just fantastic and of course you should join our free to join discord because it's also good vibes over there on discord anyone can join uh we're we're an inclusive bunch as long as you're not an old d-bag you can hang out on the discord you know like we're cool we're just... and, and that way you can see all of our announcements as opposed to being hidden on an algorithm on various social medias yeah. that like yeah. to hide things <laughs> Yeah, you know, listen. Social we are on social media. You can see it. You can find us everywhere. Find us. Uh, but like, yeah, like I'm telling you, like I have been following our social media on my own personal social media since we've created our social media, and in the last year, I have never seen a single tweet from us. And I know that I just search for them. It's it's anyway. Social media. Wow. You know what? You know what? It's fine. Anyway, we hope you have a fantastic week. You know, stay safe, wear a mask, wash your hands, and I don't know, maybe go listen to Crow March or something. You know, this is the only one of. Uh, anyway, have a fantastic week. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.